0: I tried to warn you, the players is the ultimate kick in the nuts. Week-long is a kick in the nuts. The players might even be a bigger kick in the nuts than that. The big guy tried to tell you, just embrace the chaos. I already came in with a cup on, ready to be with for a couple swift kick in the nuts, and the players hasn't let me down. Not at all. What's up, new guy? I'm the Degenerate75. I am a PGA DFS content creator who is here to help you get a little bit better at this game. I've been playing it for a very long time, and I've learned a lot of tough lessons that I'm going to help you not suck so bad at it. I also try to uh, not give you a single pick. Actually, I don't try to. I definitely am not going to give you a single fucking pick. Furthermore, I'm also going to try to not just be the boring talking head that just gives you the same boring shit as ever. So if that interests you, I encourage you to hang around. Hey, you should know. I do this... Uh, every Wednesday, uh, the live stream for week-long, a.k.a. kicking the Nuts, still trying to get DK to trademark it. They won't do it yet, but you're watching the Showdown Hoedown, and I have a hat on called Showdown Hoedown. It's the flagship of my station every Friday and Saturday night. We do it for round three and round four. If you don't know, Showdown is so much better than kicking the Nuts week-long. So I encourage you to check it out, uh, and I want you to know with uh, play getting canceled at the players today, they ain't no way they're finishing uh, round two. I don't even think that's debatable. I don't even think they're going to get back out there today. The PGA guy said they're probably just going to finish in the morning. Fired up at 7 o'clock. So with that... You know, I will be the first to admit, I love Pat Mayo and Jeff Feinberg when they do the, the Cut Sweat Show, and I don't think they're going to do it tomorrow morning. So here's my promise to you. I'm going to verify that Pat is not doing the Cut Sweat Show tomorrow morning, and if he is not, I am going to do one. I will get a guest. I don't know who my guest is going to be yet because I just thought of this. And if they're uh, if Pat's not doing it, I will do a Cut Sweat Show. I don't want to go up against the GOAT, but if he's not going to do it, I will try to fill that vacuum uh, for you guys. We will watch the sweat. I will plan on doing it around 8.30, Lord's Time Zone. Lord's Time Zone. Be looking forward for that. uh, uh, I'll probably tweet it out or some stupid shit like that. Okay, So there you go. Uh, If you are a price picks, a sweaty price pick guy that wants some prop bets, well, hang around. I got some hot, hot, hot takes on price picks uh, for round three tomorrow. You have to wait around to the end. Uh, Also, I would give you good round three scores, but we don't even know who's going to make the cut, so I ain't going to do that shit tonight. Furthermore, my pod is back. Season two of the Degenerate 75 talks Golf, market out, sports with smart people. My first guest will be coming Sunday, Sunday night. Be looking for that. I will have it both on YouTube and on Podform. If you don't want to look at my mug, so be looking out for it. All right, let's go to cut sweats. As of right now, the cut looks like it's going to be brutal. We're talking like two percent, six of six rate. However, right now, as uh, it, let's just let's cheat over here. You can see that it's about 70-30 If it's going to be plus two or plus one, Donkey Dick Smotherman just chipped in. That would have really helped out. Um, to help the cut move the other way. Uh, the morning, you know, we're going to have to see what tomorrow morning brings. There are going to be winds tomorrow morning, but they're also about to get rain all night, so I imagine that the course is going to be pretty soft, and they're going to be able to stick some shots. So I think the cut sweat's going to be very real tomorrow. You want to know how I'm doing? Well, yeah, go over here to my contest. By the way, this is cut switch. You see the little code right there? I, I can't point at it. Right there. Degenerate 75, all caps will get you half off your first month. You can see, oh, you don't get any 6-6s. Six you're a loser. Oh, you wait, my friend. You wait. If uh, if the cut gets to plus two, my two, I'll have a Tom Hoagie, a Steven Yeager, and a uh, Steven Yeager and Tom Hoagie that will give me three six of sixes, which I only did 21 lineups. What is that? Like a smooth 14%. So uh, I will be sweating it pretty hard. I would love to see a plus two cut because I got three guys right there on the the uh, plus two cut that I definitively need to make it. And then I'll have some real sweats at week long because I only made those 21 lineups and just spammed them. I mean, you can see that this this Yeager lineup, I just put it in everything, right? And I just That's how I do them. That's how I do them, big guy. By the way, Matthew Fitzpatrick fuck off. There we go. There's the secret to that one. Um, so that's where we're at at week long. Uh, we'll be sweating in the morning, might be doing a show. Just to be determined. All right, let's talk about the course today. So, so far, the afternoon, guys, it, we're not getting as affected. It's so weird, man. I'm watching it with my eyes, and it's telling me a different thing than what the scores are showing here. And here is my here is my synopsis. Uh, it, it, through two days, the PM or the AM-PM wave has played significantly better. It looks like, what is that? A shot in three quarters today, and then in round one, it was a full, uh, what is that? Almost three quarters of a stroke. So that's a huge difference. We're talking almost two strokes difference. Um and, you know, if you look at the top of the leaderboard, most of the guys who are at the top of the leaderboard, Bez, Svensson, Minwoo Lee, uh, Morikawa, Pendrith, uh, Sheffler, almost all of them are coming from the AM-PM wave. So uh, what that's telling me is like it was clearly the better wave, but it doesn't seem two strokes better because when you go look at the total number of guys who made the cut, it's not very much different. I think the big difference is the PM-AM had way more guys just fucking implode. I'm talking like 10-12 over, hashtag Aaron Wise, and I think that's what's contributing to the difference. Regardless, it does. Seem as though the better wave to play was the contrarian AMPM, which, you know, if you played, uh, you know, 30% of your lineups AMPM, you probably have a pretty nice edge because I think less than 1% of all lineups did that in week long. And uh, depending, I mean, I guess tomorrow morning could just be absolutely brutal, but I doubt it's going to be enough to make up two strokes. So, with play being suspended, we are left in limbo. If you don't know how this works, new guy, let me tell you. Right now, it has to get to T65. T65 and ties is what makes the cut. And as you can see right now, for it to be plus two, there's there's 67 guys that are currently there. So, three more guys in this plus one range are going to have to drop down. Okay, That's why Smotherman just chipping in and saving par was really big there on what is that? The hard asshole that everybody keeps butchering. Six maybe? Uh, And uh, three of these guys have to drop. But it's not just three of these guys have to drop. You also have to have none of these guys here at plus two go make a birdie because that'll push it back up. Um, And then there's also you know all these guys here at even who could go double bogey. We've seen some double bogeys on this course. So there's going to be a real sweat in the morning. I think what it's going to come down to is not so much about guys making big numbers, but how the course is playing in the morning. If the course is playing how it was playing most of this afternoon i think the cut will get to plus two if they come out there and it's super soft and the greens aren't rolling super fast i don't think that three guys are going to drop and then the cut will be plus one so it seems like plus one kind of has the momentum right now uh depending on how the uh, rainy it gets over overnight, uh, overnight and how uh how much these storms affect the course so there you go i encourage you to watch the cut sweat show either pats and if he doesn't do it watch mine okay uh, eight thirty, Lord's time zone. That's central, you donkey dick. So that's what we'll be sweating in the morning. Uh, uh, uh the 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 course is just um, it's it just it's crazy that the a.m.p.m. guys just got the better of it. John Rom mysteriously withdrawing because he's got a stomachache. Whatever. All right, let's talk a little contest selection. Golf round two. Getting round three. My bad. Round two still being played. You want to know that I love these because this is what they're going to do. They're going to finish round two and within thirty minutes because they got to get this off, right? They got to hurry up and get round three off so they're not delaying round four, which is where they make all their money on TV. So from about seven to I would guess about ten o'clock, they will be. That's Eastern time. That's slap dick time zone. They will be finishing round. Uh, uh, Round two, right? And then they got to do at least 15 to 30 minutes to make the cut, place everybody in their tee times and get it back out there. So I would guess by 1030 or 11 o'clock latest, they get them off and they will definitely be going off in threes off both one and 10. Okay, they have to do that to try to get the round to get caught up. Okay, so trying to play a big. Oh, I'm only going to play early guys or only play later guys. I don't think that's a real thing tomorrow because almost everybody will be getting out on the course within a two hour period, and so when you know that, uh, uh, th- th- this this is important for a couple reasons. A, I don't think a lot of people are going to be sweating the very last guys to make the cut. So you might, if the cut does move to plus two, I bet you can go get a Justin Thomas or a or a. Um, you know, Steven Yeager, whoever those guys are at plus two, and you can probably get them at super discounted ownership because people aren't going to be sweaty assholes up until the last minute. Okay. So that's number one thing you want to do. Number two, I think uh, it, it's also going to scare people from entering these tournaments, and there might be a chance at an overlay. I don't know. Maybe because it's going off later in the day, these will all fill quickly. I will say showdown interest has gone way up, so overlays are way less likely. But maybe with the weird round two ending, people be like, I don't know what to do, and they don't know how to reserve lineups. And even if they do, they're afraid they're not going to have enough time because, you know, they don't use the it's over, right, so there's that, okay, so I I would be up in the morning, I would be watching this, I would be monitoring the cut, and as I'm watching the cut sweat show with me, then I would be also putting together guys that I like, and then I would get them in my optimizer, I would spam my lineups, and I would get them ready for round three, because uh, there could be a real edge tomorrow, because people aren't going to have a ton of time to prepare, so tomorrow's more about a preparation day than really like, oh, I've got to find the right guys with the right stats, okay, that shit ain't near as important tomorrow, okay, Contest wise, you know, the the, the big twenty dollar once again not bad. Uh, twenty five percent to first is the highest end I like to play. The big five 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 signature hole. I wish they would have bumped it to two fifty today, but they're probably just worried about the weather. I don't know. The five dollar. This thing filled so quickly, I didn't even get in it. Uh, I hate this payout structure though. Twenty five percent to first, and look at second drops all the way down to only thirty percent of first. Polly tell him get the fuck out of here. I don't have him on right now my baby that keeps growing uh the 10 dollar eighteen max you're gonna play 180 bucks tomorrow just hopping this it's the best tournament they have out there right look at that just a nice flat solid payout structure um you know eighteen lineups is a good number. Uh, the forty four dollar club tour, you know I got a special place in my heart of that. If you're playing on a budget, you don't want to do one hundred eighty bucks. Go do the one dollar twenty max, the five dollar single entry, the twelve dollar single entry. They they're not putting anything else new out there, right? What I'm telling you, if you want to do hundred bucks tomorrow, please don't go put five in the big twenty dollar. Just go play, just go play in the one hundred dollar single entry. If you want to do more than one lineup, go throw ten in my ten uh, in my ten dollar eighteen max. Okay. Yes, I know you'd only be entering ten, but like that's still not giving up tons of leverage to all the guys that are going to mme the 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 twenty dollar. Okay. But more than anything just be sitting there and be on overlay alert for satellites for cash games if you don't know cash games double ups and and stuff like that uh, double ups and 50/50s cuz if they if they have those up and they're guaranteed see that little G right there that means they're guaranteeing that and it doesn't fill well then basically you only have to beat 50% or less depending on how big the overlay is to actually double your money and that's you know that's as good as you're ever going to get your money in at DFS just a couple pro tips there all right let's look at the let's let's look at the wind if you don't know I am a rich fuck so I can afford the $18 a year for windy And as you can see, they're going to come out tomorrow morning, and uh, I've got really fancy projections, like even better than this, and it looks like it's going to be blowing in the morning, okay? we got to wait till 8 o'clock to get the newest projections, but as of right now, when those guys are finishing their round, they are going to be hitting a little wind, but then once they start round three... I think it's going to be beautiful conditions. I think they are going to boat race this course tomorrow afternoon. It is going to be soft from the rain, and so tomorrow is the ultimate day to go play chargers. Guys charging from the back of the pack, okay? Guys that just make the cut at plus two or plus one, whatever it is, that are going to be naturally lower owned, go play those guys, because I will promise you right now, one of those guys will shoot a minus six tomorrow from the back of the pack, will backdoor into the top ten, and will be a nuts play that you have to have. If you go build your lineup tomorrow, and every guy in your lineup starts... and. In the, they're in the top 10 of the tournament, I, I think you're just building an unoptimal lineup, right? There are going to be guys charging from the back and the reason you want to play them, there's going to be guys at the top that are going to go off too, but those guys are going to be higher owned. I'm telling you to get in there and get those guys that are going to be charging from the back that are going to be firing at pins, okay? Namely, I, I just I instantly think of Justin Thomas, that donkey dick making the cut. Uh, okay, Jordan Spieth making the cut. Strokes gain, Magic Beans, undefeated. That ball should have went in the water and it hits a dude in the nuts and lands in the fairway. Strokes gain, magic beans. Jordan Spieth, number one by infinity shots. Okay, so that's my big take tomorrow. You are going to want guys charging. You're going to want guys charging. Get those guys. Get those guys that really play well in good conditions. Because I think tomorrow will be the most gettable this course will get. This will be the one time they will truly get after this course. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it will play under par for round three. Okay, and they're all gonna be out there at the same time. It's not gonna be too hot. It's definitely not gonna be windy, and it will be soft from the rain. They're going to tear the scores apart tomorrow. Price picks, bros. I bet you can see where we're going at the end of this. Well, you know, if you wanna look at Windfinder, if you're a cheapo that wants to do that, look, they agree with me. Okay, they say the same thing. Uh, all right. If, you, if you're worried about having enough time to make your lineups, please hear me on this. All my projections, all my ownership are loaded right here onto the thing called the solver. It is the best lineup optimizer out there. Is it going to magically give you winners? No. But if you've taken the time and make good player pools, right, this will make the best versions of your player pool. I use it literally for all my lineups. If I decide I want to go through 150 in tomorrow and I only have 15 minutes to make it, well, if I already have my player pool made, I can knock out 150 high-quality lineups, upload them with CSV over to DraftKings, get them in there, and then I can take advantage of those overlays, and I have optimally built lineups. It will build lineups in your player pool that you as a human won't make. I know I've been fucking doing it for a month, and it makes way better lineups than I do. Okay, I make the player pool, so I'll take some credit. And here's the best part about it. These things usually cost 100 bucks or more a month. 25 bucks a month make sure to use my landing page see that showdown hoedown symbol up there that will get you uh all my projections f- uh for week long aka kicking the nuts round one round two round three and round four showdown and all my ownership it will already be preloaded on there you just got to make sure you use my landing page and boom you're good to go it's that simple all right let's talk about trying to identify some guys let's go try to find some guys that are really killing it uh, first things first. Here's what you want to do, man. You really want to be monitoring this cut line. These guys that all just squeezed in at plus two. If the line does end up being plus two, which I still think it's going to be plus one, but I'm just I want to believe, so I'm like trying to reverse mush it and say it's going to be plus two, but or plus one. But I I hope it's plus two. I just I don't get that lucky. Tom Hoagie and and Shane Lowry rallying like that today. Yeah yeah yeah. Old, old cheesesteak Hoag, I love you, bud. See, I just don't get that lucky. Jaeger missing a three footer on eighteen. Prick. All right. If you can get these guys, Smalley, Thomas, Lowry, Hoagie, Straka, Jaeger, Martin, any of these guys, right? Uh, and some of these guys could move back, or you got to watch, right? Some other might go double bogey a hole. He might go birdie a hole, so he won't be down here. But if the cut is plus two, and you can get these guys at plus two, they will inherently be way lower owned because people just aren't going to be monitoring this shit up until the last minute. All right, Grandpa sitting on the shitter at six o'clock in the morning doesn't understand that these guys uh, uh, have made the cut. He won't understand that because they won't have even made the cut when he's making his lineup on the shitter. Furthermore, uh, I really, when I'm playing these guys at plus two, I always want the guys that had the bad round, right? Give me the Alex Smalley. Give me the, let's say Taylor Montgomery makes it. Give me the Justin Thomas, okay? Whereas guys like Lowry and Hoagie, yes, they made it in at uh, plus two, but they are also coming off really good rounds. I would rather have the guys coming off the uh, worst rounds that are down there because now they are going to be even lower owned of the lower owned. The next thing is, anybody who had a mega round today that is not a stud, uh, I, I, I can I can sum it up for you real easy. Get the fuck out of here, all right? Will Gordon, not a chance. Bazayton not a chance. Svensson, not a chance. Brandon, who? Not a chance. Ryan Fox, not a chance. Luke, I just you just don't play him. Those guys are are not going to follow up 90 uh, percentile rounds very often, right? And when they do, it doesn't justify the ownership you have to pay for him, right? So that's what I'm doing. Now, if it was like, you know, like let's just say somebody finishes on a heater today, uh, Scotty Scheffler finishes like shooting four or five under today, and you want to play his good round, well, that's different because Scotty Scheffler's a fucking animal, just like I told you on the live stream Wednesday, and he can go nuclear two rounds in a row. So I don't apply those rules to the studs. From there, as always, we're going to go look at approach. It is the single most correlated stat to success. You've got to remember, a lot of these guys haven't even got halfway through their second round yet, so these stats are going to be a little noisy. I mean, you've got to love Will Gordon picking up four strokes on approach, although 4.5 with the butter is insane. Uh, All right, Thomas Dietrich, wow. Wow, wow, and he's going to miss the cut, so don't play him. Uh, Shane Lowry, wow, big guy, big guy. I thought he was going to mail it in. Dude, Garrett Garbert Woodland is back with the ball striking. Let's just say it. Let's just say it. Uh, Victor Hovland, Luke List, you know, it's it, the, the key is, like, I really want to see one, and then especially, like, if, if they were good off the tee also, like, a great example would be Doug Gim. Look at that ball striking versus that, oh, wait, Doug Gims ain't over, shut the fuck up. All right, it hasn't removed those guys. Don't listen to me about Doug Gim. Kevin Strillman, wow, 2.42 on approach, not bad. Adam Hadwin, look at that. I don't, I don't know if I want to play a hot or Adam Hadwin coming off a hot round. Morikawa, he cannot putt and chip like this. He will be bounce back candidate, especially if he continues to spin his wheels. Uh, give him to me. Oh, my God. Callum Tarrant, if he makes the cut, he could Callum Tarrant it up. Callum Tarrant is the perfect kind of guy. Him, a guy like Gary Kigo, uh, uh, these guys that just really can go nuclear, right? Not every guy can go nuclear, but those guys can. Steven Yeager, another nuclear guy. Uh, wow. T Dunks, got to love it. I wouldn't. Uh, anybody else? All right. Let's see if anybody killed themselves off the tee, but overall was having a good, uh, having a good round. First of all, we got to make sure we're looking at people that made the cut. Man, Indicott, what are you doing? That guy, by the way, Indicott, a legit, a legit ball striker. So you know that that off the tee thing could just be a fluke. Uh, don't read too much into it. Who else? Oh, Jordan Spieth, bounce back, City. That magic bean mother father making the cut. He's going minus seven tomorrow. You heard it here first. Uh, let's see. Don't play JT Poston. Uh, anybody really Oh, Grayson Sick Nah, well if Grayson Sick backdoors the the cut He could be a really good one Because you know his approach is there He's just not doing anything on or off the tee And of course around the green uh, You got to make sure these guys made the cut Because this is a lot of the shitty guys Taylor Moore Hey, not bad Taylor Moore did everything Just killed himself around the green Killed himself around the green Uh, Anybody else Okay, Chesson Hadley Really good ball striking And made the cut I'm just saying He's a guy that can go nuclear hot Of all the slapdicks That guy has a minus seven anymore Than anybody I know uh, 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 Aaron Wise wouldn't play him. Seeing he missed the cut by ten shots. Jesus, Brendan Todd can't chip and putt. Look at that, Brendan Todd's a ball striker that can't chip or putt. Am I in the Matrix? What is going on? All right, I mean, if you're if you're a guy that does ball striking regression, uh, uh or short game regression, Brendan Todd's the nuts tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we already talked about Victor Hovland. Uh, Alex Mulling, nah, nah. Holy shit, Lucas Urban. <laughs> Nine strokes on approach? I've never seen that. This is good entertainment. The point being, tomorrow, I think you can kind of throw a lot of these stats out the window. You're just not going to have time to analyze all the stats because a lot of these guys, as I told you, aren't even halfway done with their second round. What I would really do tomorrow is play bounce back guys, play guys that barely make the cut. That's what I'm playing. That that, that is uh, th- fuck the stats, okay? Those that, that's the two most important things I want. Are they going to be low owned? Are they going to be chasing? Those are the two things I care about. I will tell you, it is better to play whole one first. If you if you don't know the guys in the that'll be in the top half of the field as they go off in threes, the guys that will go off first will be the guys in the top half. So that'll be like probably let's just say T-35 and up, guys, will all be going off the first tee. And the reason that that's an advantage is that connects 9 to 11. And 9 and 11 are both birdie holes, uh, being par fives, right? And so all you got to do is squeeze out a birdie on 10, and it does allow you to get that birdie streak. Whereas if you start on 10, 18 don't connect shit. 18 just connects your uh, par uh, with your double bogey. That's all it does, okay? So uh, small advantage there. I've never been a big fan of that strategy, but it could be used as a tiebreaker. You'd rather have a guy going off one than a guy going off of... um, 10. Okay, there you go. Hey, you want to know? Uh, you want to know those prize picks? But before I do it, let me tell you about my website, djn75.com. It is the fastest growing community out there. I dare you to not see that flag flying. It is growing all the time. Uh, it is a fun community. No picks. Teach you how to play the game. Remember that PGA DFS is fun and uh, have a good, healthy relationship with it. You know. And every once in a while, spike a mother father. Right? If you don't know, we win a lot. Here's all my mother fathers. I celebrate them. And of course, we have the best tool in all of. PGA DFS. This is the Rosetta Stone. It takes all the important stuff. This You want to know how to make good round three picks? This is the answer right here. This has all the important stats you need to know to make informed decisions, right? Where you're not just like, I've got a feeling about that homa, kid. Okay, why? Why the fuck do you have a feeling about him, right? Is it based Is it based on anything or is it just you got a feeling, okay? And this will help you make those decisions, help you make that good player pool. Then you go put them in a good quality optimizer and get the best versions of that player pool. Uh, this is, this is, I literally every single one of my uh, showdown lineups uh, or player pools are made using this thing right here. Don't forget, I'm an independent fuck. No support, no sponsors. I'm just a dude with a camera making videos. Please like and subscribe. Tell a friend because you know YouTube ain't going to share my shit, you motherfathers. All right, last thing, price picks tomorrow. They're going to see how this course played today, and I bet they're going to hang out some lazy numbers. I would be attacking the shit out of birdies tomorrow. If they lay like three and a half birdies or four birdies out there, I'm taking the over, especially on the studs, okay? Guys chasing, Spieth, Thomas, guys like that who we know are going to probably get three and a half, four birdies. i just take the over. You got four par fives out there. Uh, 17 uh, will have an easier pin placement tomorrow. It won't be the difficult one that they do on Sunday. So, I would I would I would I would definitely be playing Overs on Birdies and I would be a little more hesitant with the under on strokes just because there will still be some big numbers out there with all the water. But you know what? When you're chasing birdies, you don't give a fuck if they make three double bogeys. Just go get my seven birds, man. And so I will be attacking overs on birdies very hard tomorrow as this course is going to get a big old dump of rain for about the next eight hours, and it's going to be soft as shit tomorrow, and it's not going to be baked out, and there's going to be no wins. They are going to get this course tomorrow. It will be the only time I think we see it play under par. All right. That is my that is my advice for you. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope to see you tomorrow for maybe a cut sweat, maybe a cut sweat show. Be looking on Twitter. I will tweet that out. Uh, Don't forget to come check out all my other stuff and go check out my pod or be looking out for it Sunday, actually. I'll be talking to you soon. Hope you enjoy this outro, you motherfuckers.